0: Hi, my name is Joe Hebert. I live in Cape Coral, Florida. Last month I was listening to um, a uh, conference call, and uh, your folks were talking about uh, WOTC, the Workers' Opportunity Tax Credit, and uh, what a great way it was to introduce people to other services and uh, to get a foot in the door, so I thought, hey, sounds Good enough, so I made a couple of phone calls, uh, one in particular to a person I know that owns a um, cleaning company. It's a franchise uh, up in the Tampa area, and I think he probably hires a bunch of people. Let's see what's cooking. So I called him and found that he hires 60 people a year. All right, So this is a small company, um, but goes through 60 people a year because he's growing and as well as turnover. And I started to tell him about the Watsi program. And he said, Joe, he says, you know, I've I've tried Watsi, and it is just so cumbersome that most of the time we're just too late, and I can't be bothered with all the paperwork. So I said, his name was Todd. I said, Todd, I've got a great solution for you. Let's check this out. So I told him about the uh, Watsi program. He was still skeptical. Uh, However, we were able to book a discovery call, and he is now a new client. But the best part of this is that he has got a network of other franchise owners that meet monthly and share ideas. Uh, He's going to present this to them because this is a tremendous amount of money across all those franchises. And then he one-upped it. He just won the franchisee of the year and is going to bring this direct to corporate. So big dreams, but hey, who knows where it pans out. Uh, but I know the least that we got out of this um, you know, is still a great win, and uh, that was uh, what Watsy has done for me. Take care.
1: Welcome to today's Daily Focus. For the next 45 days, we'll focus on one daily activity that's specifically designed to move your business forward. We're in the midst of the largest tax season in our history and no one should miss out. Let's get started.
2: Well, for today's daily focus, Uh, We're doing, uh, Kendra, another post on our social networks.
1: We certainly are, Ryan, and I don't see why not because they're working so very well.
2: Absolutely. Now, this one, once again, is a semi-generic post that's meant to be a little ambiguous, um, and this really, you know, something intriguing really works well on social media.
1: It does, Ryan. This is the way or the verbiage we're using to get the response that we're getting. Um, You're asking a question that's somewhat open-ended, but it's drawing in interest from many different avenues, and that's what it's designed to do.
2: Yeah, so today's is staffing companies. Are you capturing the money that's owed to you? And then it's your sign-up link for your page. And um, again, Kendra, this is very generic. This is, but what it's meant to do is someone in your circle, in your connections, is either works at a staffing company owns a staffing company, knows knows someone someone. that works at a staffing company, that's how social media works. And if you're thinking right now, I don't know anyone, let me tell you, I hope you've been listening to the countless stories of people that said, hey, I didn't think I knew anyone in blank industry, but it works.
1: And please do not allow that to hold you back from posting. What this is meant to do is allow you to begin to know these individuals you don't know who you know until you start posting and you don't know
2: who you know and who they know
1: exactly and that's is the that whole confusing? point point. Yeah. and then they know <laughs> and they, but it is it's a circular network and that's what a network is it's these little arms that kind of reach out and connect individuals and businesses and that's what you're doing is you're building your network and not only that you're building um a persona and um uh, something that somebody can look back to. So say you post this and in a couple of weeks, one of your contacts actually becomes affiliated or somehow is associated with a stamping company and they remember They're that you remember posted this. this. So it may not be who you know at the moment. It may not be who your contacts know at the moment. It could be someone they know in the future.
2: Well, you just nailed it with persona because people begin to know you and You know, um, 15 years ago, I used to talk all the time as I got out there and got my name known in the community. I would say I want to be known as the tax guy. I want to be as I'm out there. And I would say to some degree, you want to be known as the tax guy, the tax gal, the person that has their pulse on hundreds of millions of dollars in federal tax incentives. This is a good reputation to have. Because as people see, you know, oh, you know a staffing company? Hey, I know a guy, or hey, I know a gal that works with funeral homes, that works with staffing companies, that works with restaurants.
1: And the other thing you need to keep in mind is you may intrigue someone in a completely different industry where they approach you. And so, you know, I've seen some of your posts. What what is that about? Is there anything you can do for me? And of course, there usually well, we just is. saw this
2: with we had people go post commercial realtors, and they came back and said, what about mortgage reps? And exactly. what about bankers? And what about this? You may post staffing companies, and they have PEOS and payroll companies and recruiters, and all these other things reaching out and contact. And then people say, what about what about accounting firms? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't this work? Listen all press or virtually all press is good press and so you want to get this out there and now kendra they might be wondering what can i do for a staffing company uh, what can I provide for a staffing company? And of course, that'll be in a future episode. It
1: will be, but in the meantime, um, don't let that keep you from posting this. Because remember, Ryan said that your signup link is attached to this post. And what that's going to do is if someone has an interest, it's gonna point them there, they're gonna go there. And that is also designed not only for main clients, but staffing companies can use that part of the calculation tool that's built into your signup link. And they'll know the benefits that are made available to them and then we'll cover the rest. Now it's time for today's questions and stories. Remember, if you'd like to be a part of this segment, just use the feature within your app.
0: Hello, this is Abigail from Support, and we had a really good question today from Pat, and the question reads, If the client has never attended a discovery call, There is no activation link in the benefit-loss imminent email. So we're assuming the client will email us back with questions. What happens if the prospect calls the GMG office? Will you be able to match the client to us? Thank you.
2: All right, great question, Pat. And I'm uh, here with Bill Enright, our national director. And I thought, who better to handle this? So, Bill, the scenario is... Um, someone calls in, and they got an email, okay. and um, you know, they say, hey, I want to talk about this cost seg that I got an email from. All right. You have a, a team of people that uh, you know, work in cubicles. They rock the headsets, as I like to say. All day. What, what's the first thing they're going to do?
3: Uh, first thing they're going to do is find out who they're working with. They're going to talk to the client. And, and I know the question came in is, you know, will the client go direct to us? Or There's no incentives for that. There's no reason... For that, in fifteen years we 've never had that happen yeah, in fact,
2: we don 't take on direct clients. Exactly. all of our clients come through those client sign up pages, and all of our client sign up pages are agent related yep. so there literally is no way for someone to call um, and there 's no incentive, as you just talked about and i 'll elaborate on that, so Bill, your team of account managers they can 't even do direct business no, absolutely
3: um, not. No, yeah. we always tell the client, um, Hey, great, thanks for reaching out. We're going to answer their questions. We're always going to direct them back to the agent yeah. that.
2: Uh, now, Bill, every once in a while we get a phone call, and this is what it sounds like. It says, Hey, someone dropped off a marketing folder. Maybe they're part of the, the My Marketing Assistant program, whatever the case is. And here's our worst case scenario this is Mike from Holiday Inn, you know, and right. we go search. But even then, you know we've got their address we have yes. got their zip code we've got a lot of things that we can play off of yep. here
3: we, we do our due diligence diligence to find out where they're at who the agent is in that area uh, who's been reaching out to them and again our system if you have them in the in the uh, portal it's one of the easiest ways for us to to figure out yeah who we're going to be able to
2: trace this back right away so. but
3: if we can't we will we will definitely find out and we always tell clients ryan hey we don't work direct with clients uh, you need to come in through with the agent that, that you were
2: sent you this with. email. Absolutely. And most of the time, this is as simple as who'd you get this email from? Yeah, And they can look, um, you know, but if, if we sent the system, we're able to see every one of these emails that go out. So we can trace this client down pretty good. So it's easy too, to do. So
3: we'll just ask them, forward <laughs> me that email. <laughs> forward me
2: that email. We can see it right in the header. So Great question, Pat.
0: Okay, Mike, um, go ahead and um, ask your question for us, please. So my question today was, what are the minimums um, on a credit card um, um, that is uh, from a dentist office? I was in a dentist office and still trying to get in, but I was thinking that potentially I could help them with credit cards um, at least, uh, But um, so I was just trying to find out what the minimums were that we could help somebody with on credit cards because there's so many merchants there, everybody takes credit cards. But I need to know the minimum so that I can know where to start from.
2: All right, Mike. Another great question. I'm I'm still here with Bill. So, yeah. Bill, minimums
3: on credit card. Uh, the credit card minimum is three hundred thousand a year. That's where we really start to see that that uh, opportunity. That's going to push that needle to to help a client. Yeah. you know, three hundred thousand is really where we want to be. Now the
2: important thing with all the minimums, while credit card is a fixed minimum, um, a lot of our services are variable based on industry and things yeah, like that, i.e. I, the, the R&D tax credit. So the important thing to do is run the app, even if you're running in demo mode, um, run the app, and, it, you know, some of the programs that's based on state or industry or these other factors that are going to come back and give you the minimum. So, you know, really, Bill, the way Presentation Pro is designed is run the app. Yep. and It'll tell you if there's a benefit there. Or
3: yeah, not. absolutely. So many people will ask us, and I'm sure you get this question still today, what's the best thing, you know, best way to, to approach a cost seg or what's the best uh, opportunity for cost? You know, and it's like, There's so many different opportunities in in different buildings and stuff. So again, this is the same thing. It looks at the industry, it looks at where they're at, it looks at uh, the type of transaction and then it's going to give yeah. us the best scenario. you know and also
2: i'd recommend bill we always tell people mm-hmm. don't walk in with a preconceived notion mm-hmm. of what you think the client wants because how many times has someone said well oh, the client wants to do a cost seg and credit card ends up being yeah. or r&d or something yeah. else
3: same thing and even bring it in with credit card you know and they find out oh there's a cost seg benefit because all we did was run the app and they've we found out that there's so many other opportunities and the client's what's what's the uh owner want but you know to be able to to cut costs and you know save on taxes and things like that so absolutely so run the, the app, run the app run, run the, the app run the app and yep. step five run the app every time <laughs> yep.
1: this is mary kay from support we had a really good question from jasper and the question reads what is the difference between the roles of support and that of a team leader Dasper, that is a great question, and I'm so glad that you were able to um, email in and leave that with the the ladies in support. You know, the two different um, departments, if you will, hold really distinct and different roles in their assistance to you. So I'm going to take support since that's kind of like my area. Yeah. But support really is here. Um, there's many with as with any organization processes. Um, ways of doing things, uh, where to find things, all of that type of help. And that's what they're here for. They're here to guide you through being able to use your systems, uh, knowing where to go to find the information you need, things of that nature. And your team leader holds a completely, in my mind, distinct yet different role.
2: Yeah, the team leaders are um, much more deal focused, much more, and not just on an individual client, but um, everything from how to build your team, to how to go out and work with a certain industry group, to all the way down to how to help with a specific client. Now, team leaders Kendra are part of our basic and advanced marketing program. Yes. And um, you know, and so for those of you if you aren't in basic or advanced, you don't have a team leader. Then you also have account managers. And... Which
1: kind of, they really hold that same type of role for you. And one thing that I find, and I love the fact that we have team leaders and these national account managers, they're able to walk you through the process and direct you and guide you from someone who's been there from the sales side. Right. Um, from the side of the advisor or agent who's guiding their client.
2: Now account managers are on a one-on-one client basis. The only time that an account manager is involved is on an account. So you book a discovery call, they're there. Whereas with a team leader, it's a dedicated team leader. It's someone that's uh, your dedicated person. And you talk about broader topics than just XYZ Automotive. You're talking about market strategy and, again, Mm -hmm. these other things.
1: So great question. Again, completely different roles, but both here to kind of work with you hand in hand to help make sure that you always get the best out of everything we have to offer.
2: Well, that was today's Daily Focus Remember, in the app, click share a story or ask a question. We'll be covering as many of those on the air each day as we can. But first, be sure to log into your portal. Take a few minutes to complete today's activity. It's one simple step designed to move your business forward. Tune in again tomorrow and every day through April 16th for another Daily Focus. We'll see you then.